0: In '86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club. Play. I'm gonna need you to get off the old Twitter. Yep. I'm gonna need you to pull up your Kindle. Yep. With your notes. Yep. You know the drill here, huh? I'm gonna. You're, you're gonna need you to say something in the mic
1: while I grab my phone hey everyone it's me tanner um i'm here to talk about another babysitter's club book because that's what we do week in week out we come in we talk about a book go home have a couple drinks
0: go to bed um you're making it sound like a chore
1: well the shoe fits
0: uh this is the highlight of our week it's the highlight, hopefully, of the weeks of the baby bees, the baby boys, the baby girls, and the baby people out there in bu- 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 baby nation. Let's go on. What do you want? You want an intro from me? Is that what you want? Uh, I think
1: so. I don't. I feel like I've forgotten how to do it. Oh uh, yeah, I've been. I've been away. Yeah, I've been in LA. We haven't yeah. seen one another in a couple weeks. Yep. This is the one night we had this week before I leave from Minnesota for a little while. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So let's make this count, huh? Okay.
0: Let's make this work. This isn't just about babies anymore. This is about This is about saving our friendship. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Don't start it by I put it on yeah. your fucking coaster. You like p- like pounded it onto the coaster. I'm sorry, like, it's the just point my the, the point might. of the a... point. Ugh, man. Alright. <laughs> that was biteful. I need to drink
1: out of it. I just lifted <laughs> it and slammed it down. <laughs> um
0: Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club.
1: Hate to stop you. Oh, wow, okay. Right off the bat. Great, yep, talk to me. I made a mistake. Okay. I read about half this book, and I got very excited, Mm -hmm. because, and we'll discuss this when we go over the plot of the book a little later, there's a new baby agency in town, Mm -hmm. new Babysitter's Agency.
0: Kids Incorporated.
1: And I went ahead and changed all of our information. Our URL, our podcast title. Oh wow! Our Facebook page, Kids <laughs> Incorporated Inc. Yeah, is the new name of this podcast. <sighs> I just, I really thought it had staying power. Yeah, I really thought that this series was going to switch over from Babysitters Club to Kids Incorporated.
0: And you immediately just turned tail. Yeah, like everything that we've suffered with these girls for the last twelve or thirteen books, you just threw it right out the window, and you're like, "All right, Kids Incorporated." Yeah. So now, hi, hi,
1: and welcome... To the Babysitter's Club Club. Nope. That's just outdated. Hi, hi, and welcome to Kids Incorporated, Inc. I'm Tanner Greenring. Wow. And I'm Jack Shepard. I mean, I hope... I I finished the book then, and I hope I can manage to kind of undo a lot of what I've done, but I'm a little worried that the process is already in motion.
0: So I think probably for continuity, we're going to have to rename our podcast Kids Incorporated. Incorporated?
1: Yeah, Kids Incorporated Inc.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You already did it. You already did all the hard work there. Yeah. Okay. Kids in- Kids Incorporated Inc. Right. Can we still say hi, hi? I feel like Jamie yeah, Newton.
1: Yeah, Jamie Newton's still around. They babysitted for him.
0: Hi, hi, and welcome <laughs> to
1: Kids Incorporated, Incorporated Inc. 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 Yeah. Formerly the Babysitters Club Club. And we'll try our best to get everything back in place before this episode goes up, but no promises. I hope so. My name is Jack Shepard. Yeah, my name is
0: Tanner Greenring. And this is a podcast where we talk about Kids Incorporated, a brand new, exciting business in Stony Brook, Connecticut. Right. It's two young babysitters, 11-year-olds. They can't can't babysit nights. They're mostly doing afternoons. Right. Uh, They only have a couple clients. Right. And uh, why are we doing this? Do you want me to say why you're doing it? I can say why I'm doing it. Okay. When I was a boy, I read all of the babysitters club books. Uh, which is kind of how Kids Incorporated got their start. Mm-hmm. Uh, um,
1: I'm doing this because I'm I'm I made a grave mistake and I'm willing I'm big enough to admit that. I really thought Kids Incorporated was gonna last. Yeah. I really thought that this, this whole series was gonna pivot. So I'm here recording Kids Incorporated Inc. because of a mistake. Okay. Uh but I'm mad enough to admit that, you know. I think and I think I should be commended for that.
0: It's like the babysitting bubble burst. Yeah. And you weren't expecting it. No, I I went You're the like, wrong way. You put all your money in kids. I put Inc. all my,
1: my money in MySpace <laughs> instead of Facebook. <laughs> it seems so promising. Two babysitters for the price of one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, please. <laughs> Wait, is that their model? Yeah.
0: You get both Mallory and Jesse?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, hey, whoa, spoilers. Okay. <laughs> well, look, let's dive right into it. I believe that we owe our listeners, Baby Nation... At the very least, a little bit of a plot summary. We can maybe assume that some of our listeners haven't read the tumultuous events of Hello Mallory, the book yeah. that we're reading. Kids Incorporated, number one, Hello Mallory. Kids Incorporated, number one. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Kids, Inc., Inc. Kids
1: Incorporated, Inc. Kids Incorporated, Inc. You're really struggling with the name. A
0: huh? podcast in which I, Jack Shepard... Yeah,
1: I, Tanner Green, we talk about the... The fantastic works.
0: Of Mallory and Jesse, the only two babysitters in Stony Brook. Right. Worth talking about.
1: Yeah. Two 11-year-old girls. Two
0: 11-year-old girls who dared to dream big. Yeah. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. They're a little young to be babysitting, but God damn it, they're going to... They got the experience. They got the experience. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to borrow this from a favorite podcast of mine.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Called The Babysitter's Club Club. Uh-huh. It's a segment where I'll do a little brief description of what I think this book is about, yeah. and then I'm going to put sixty seconds on the clock and have you describe the entire plot of the book. It'll play out, huh? Wait, I like
1: it. I love those guys. I feel like they, kind you of, don't listen to BSCC, man? They kind of own that segment. It feels a little hackneyed to kind of take their joke. It's a tribute.
0: I like. We've been talking for some time now, uh-huh. and the baby nation is going to be
1: just like kids' nation.
0: Kids. Oh.
1: Wow, this is difficult. Kids' Nation? Yeah, the Kid Nation, the Kid Army. Oh, Kid Army, that's Kid, kid cool. Army is great. K-k-k-k-k-k-k-kid kid army. army,
0: that's good. Wow, that's good. Kid
1: <laughs> Army, Kid Boys, Kid Girls, Kid Kid Bees, Lo- Locust. <laughs> this is gonna kid be tricky. Kid Caterpillars, Kid Caterpillars, that's pretty good. A little wordy. Let me tell you what this book is about. Kid Cats.
0: In one sense. Cat
1: Theory. Cat Theory. I like Kids Incorporated. Yeah, I do too. Kids Incorporated, Inc. Here's what I got. Power. Yeah.
0: Money. Lies. Greed. Hubris. Three more. And overweening pride have taken their toll on the babysitter's club we used to know. Where once we found innocence, now we find worldliness. Where once we found hope, now we find malice. What once promised glory now is rotted through with vain glory. In book 14 of The Babysitter's Club, prepare to say goodbye to everything you once held dear. And hello to Mallory. Hello, Mallory. And Jesse. And Jesse.
1: <laughs> Two new babysitters totally for the Unexpected,
0: unexpected. <laughs> second babysitter. That blew me away. Yeah.
1: Your own statement blew you away? Or My own segment' two babysitters.
0: I, it blew me away. I was like, "Hello, Mallory. I'm not sure I'm ready to introduce another babysitter into the fold so soon after we lost dear Stacy." Yeah, good riddance. Good. Well, I think it's goodbye. Good riddance, Stacy. Good riddance. <laughs> but not She's only we're we, fighting those spiders. Well, look. Let's before we get into it, let's actually describe what happens in this plot. I'm going to put 60 seconds on this clock. Are you ready? Yep. You got it. I think so. There's a lot. Yeah. It's complicated. There are twists and turns in this narrative. It's all over the place. I'm going to
1: start with a metaphor.
0: Okay. Ready? Set.
1: 60 seconds starting now. You go to the doctor. Doctor says, I'm sorry you have a malignant tumor. The good news is it's operable. Puts you under the knife. Cuts it out. Wakes you up a couple hours later. You're feeling great. You don't know why. Doctor looks at you and says, good news. Got rid of the tumor. And there was all this leftover room put in two new lungs. You're a superhuman now. Wow. That's what we're dealing with. We got rid of the tumor that is Stacey McGill <laughs> and we added in two new lungs. Mallory and Jess Pike and Jesse something. We'll get her name soon. Mhm. Jesse's new in town. Mallory's a babysitter. Now, Mallory asked to join the club. She fumbles the the test, the practice sesh. Uh Jesse is black, uh which is a problem for Stony Brook cuz apparently it's uh, pre ten more seconds. Pre, um, integration, Stony Brook, Connecticut. Uh, everyone's mean to them. They become best friends, Jesse and Mallory. Um, eventually they and start a babysitting firm. That's together. it. Thank you. Oh, I got so <laughs> caught up in that metaphor.
0: I feel like I'm gonna. I don't want to criticize you, but the metaphor, which is beautiful, would be a great thing to bring up in conversation and not in the 60-second 60 60 sprint. To describe the plot.
1: Yeah, it was actually... Now that I think that it wasn't important at all to the plot of the book. I loved the metaphor, man. There's a lot of plot in this book. Yeah. That metaphor... <laughs> Stacey barely comes up. Like, she's gone. Okay, okay give me give me another 60 seconds. I know this is unprecedented, but this is a new podcast. This is Kids, Kids Inc, Incorporated, Inc. Inc.
0: Inc. Uh, as you know, Kid Army, there's something we love to do on this podcast. Right. Uh, it's a little segment we called... Another, double takes. Another 60 seconds. <laughs> uh, and double takes is Tanner takes a run. My co-host Tanner takes a run at describing the plot of this book in 60 seconds. And then I give him 30 more seconds. Yeah, I can do it. I give him 30 more seconds to really get to the meat. Ready? Of what happened in this week's Kids
1: Incorporated. Ready? Let's go. Uh, Mallory's a new babysitter. She wants to join the babysitter's club. They give her an unfair test. She pe- She fails it. Um, meets a new girl in town named Jessie, who's great. Um, she's black. She's from a place called Oakley, New Jersey. Um, there's not many black people in Stony Brook, so their family is kind of not received very well. Um, but Mallory opens up to her. They become best friends. They start a new babysitting club called Kids Incorporated. Kids Incorporated. They, is that it? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, that's pretty much it. That was
0: good. We got to. We got to. We got to the point. I guess we can dive right in and talk about this as a business
1: strategy. Yeah. When Mallory first proposed this in the book, yeah. she says, Babysitter's Club doesn't want me. Yeah. I don't need them. Yeah. Well, let's, you, Jesse, and I, Mallory, will start a new club. hmm It'll be called Kids Incorporated. It'll be exactly like the Babysitter's Club, except where they have four babysitters who can work any hours. We have two babysitters who work at the same time, and can only work in the afternoons. Yeah. That sounds dumb, right? Very. Here's why I think it's smart. Also keep in mind that the last time someone started a competing babysitter's club in Stony Brook, Connecticut, the babysitter's club destroyed them. Yeah. The babysitter's agency, wh- right. which we'll remember from the agency book
0: three, The Truth About Stacy. Here's why I think that their business strategy is smart. The Babysitter's Club, in terms of their business model, they're entirely bootstrapped, right? Their profit from babysitting is the only thing that's keeping the club going. That's it. They're hoping to become profitable with, like, what's their rate of growth? Like, one new babysitter every six books? And they have contractors, too?
1: It's just it. Are you me, telling me I'm to expect one new babysitter every six books? Hey, so far, no. In the last 14 books, yeah. we've gotten one, two, three, four, five new babysitters you're counting
0: Logan and That's
1: one every 3 books. And Shannon? I'm counting Logan, I'm counting Shannon, I'm counting Don, I'm counting Oh, Dawn. Mallory and I'm counting Jesse. Yeah. 5 new babysitters in 14 books. It's too much change. It's going to get wacky. Yeah. Like there's going to be like a grown man babysitter. Yeah. There's going to be a robot babysitter. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. There's going to be a um a ghost. Oh. Oh, oh that would be the cool. ghost in Don's house will yeah. become a babysitter.
0: Yeah what was his name that'd be fun anus yeah yeah it's anus (laughs) yeah his name is anus um listen mallory and jesse their business doesn't make as much sense initially as the babysitter's club
1: yeah it makes no sense
0: but but they have a clear exit strategy they want to get bought out this is acquisition bait yeah and it's brilliant mallory and jesse look at the business climate in stony brook right and they say to themselves, look, we want to do we're not interested in a B2B. We want to do a B2C company. Right. But what uh, <laughs> to It's not but. What's B? It's business to customer. Okay. Business to customer, okay. which is what that's what the growth businesses are in the Stony Brook area, okay. right?
1: So they're starting a but to customer <laughs> company. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah. I that's why we say B2C. It gets complicated. Yeah. It's a business idea that doesn't make sense on the surface of it, except that it's obvious that it's acquisition bait for big babysitting in Stony Brook, for the Babysitter's Club, the BSC. Everyone's heard of the BSC. They're looking to diversify, and what are they going to do? They're going to acquire this upstart new rival, Kids Incorporated, who can't necessarily do everything in babysitting, but they do one thing really well.
1: Well, they're going to have to... Afternoons. They're going to have to pay. Yeah, they're going to have to pay. You know what? Yeah. There's a lot of interest in... Kids Incorporated. Yeah, there's a huge amount of interest. It's a hot, young, new company. People are super into it. I've heard that Goliath Industries... Oh, really? ...had a little interest. Goliath Hardbody? Yeah. Oh, I bet he's shaking in his boots. He heard about this, and he said to his second-in-command, give me that company. Mark Markson? No, he got fired. He's over at Cynertech now. (laughs) With Rich? Yeah. Well, that's nice. I'm glad he found something. Yeah, you know, they're really well suited for one another they have more
0: quality of life over there so we can focus on oh work-life
1: art. balance is so so key over at center attack
0: yeah that's good yeah well can i ask you something about rich yeah what does he think of this new dynamic
1: business that is just babysitting in the afternoons with 11 year olds he thinks it's bold mm-hmm. he thinks it's daring mm mm-hmm. He thinks no one's ever done this before. Mm -hmm. He loves the energy they're bringing to Stony Brook, Connecticut. Right. Mm -hmm. A town that is stuck in 1960 forever. Yeah. And he thinks this is exactly kind of what this sleepy, old-fashioned town needs.
0: Yeah. Some young girls who can do afternoons. Yeah. Well, let's address the difficulties that Stony Brook has with dealing with a black family moving into their neighborhood. Yeah. Here is how Jessica Ramsey is introduced. Can you believe that new girl? Rachel sounded aghast. Who? Jessica Ramsey? I replied. What do you mean, who? Of course I mean Jessica Ramsey. Who else? I shrugged. What about her? What about her? Cried Sally. This girl I've never really liked. Are you blind? She's black. I yeah. nearly choked. So? Well, she doesn't belong
1: here. That's a, some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not—it's not even just these like preteen girls. Yeah, like it's the entire city, the entire neighborhood just can't wrap their head around the idea of a black family moving to town. When
0: white families move to town, they bring out the welcome wagon. They send people over with fruitcakes. Right. Everybody has a big like block party. Right. And the Ramseys are just like, I guess uh, we won't—we won't have as many friends here as we did back in New Jersey. Right. Uh, nobody seems to want to talk to us or like. Let their kids play with us. I honestly have no idea whether Anne and Martin is going to escalate this. <laughs>
1: she comes out of the gate escalated. Yeah, because it starts with an entire sleepy community. Yeah, acting out against this new family. Like on t- some
0: fucking crazy shit. So here's the craziest moment in this book to me. Mallory invites Jesse over to her house. Right, and she's like. Hey mom, my new friend Jesse's here. We're gonna help ourselves to some Oreos from the cabinet. And then she described her mom as seeing Jesse and at first being a little weirded out, right?
1: And then she's like, "Oh, oh okay, of course, girls. Even the socially progressive, yeah, liberal parents we've come to know like love do in this Stony Brook. weird double take." Yeah, it further cements Stony Brook as this like place out of time and space. Yeah. Where, like, the idea of people of a different skin color is just so just insane. incredibly baffling to them yeah. that it even takes back Mrs. Pike. Yeah, who's, like, trying to do her best.
0: She eventually invites the family over or whatever. But like... I
1: think Stony Brook might be. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Time has slowed to a crawl, but also it is this awful mid-century place Yeah, where <laughs> communities aren't even, like, integrated yet. Yeah. And and they're all bees, and they're all doll people. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe they were less surprised that it was a black family moving into town. Yeah, and more surprised that it was not a family of living dolls.
0: Yeah, that like that's what passes for normal in Stony Brook now. Right? They'd be like, ah, oh, another another family of
1: the like- the Wyeths moved to town. It's yeah. like, oh, a family of living dolls. Yeah, fine.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: we we all know <laughs> they control us all. <laughs> Oh, another family of sentient bees. (laughs) Fine. Yeah. It's like a black family. What? What? (laughs) Like literally
0: what the fuck. (laughs) Well, so Jesse I'm looking I'm honestly really looking forward to a Jesse
1: point of view at this point. Do we get one? I hope so. I tell you what, man, not to spoil the end of the book, it's never quite confirmed that Jesse's a babysitter. We get a we get a hard Mallory POV at the end. Where I mean the whole book is Mallory POV, but at the end she's kind of getting her her test run as a solo babysitter. Yeah. And she gets the nod of approval from Claudia. So I'm confident Mallory is now a full fedged yeah. b- babysitter. But, but she not... like at the end, she's like,
0: I'm not in unless Jesse's in. Right. And they're like, we'll think about it. And right. that's kind of how it ends. So let's talk about that a little bit. I fucking love this book. I love this novel. This novel was fascinating. It it deals with issues of race, it deals with Issues of exclusion and like the structure of it is incredible. At first, you don't want to accept this new babysitter's point of view, but you get sucked into Mallory's narrative and like the way that she thinks about the world. Right. But what's fucking crazy about it is you see the entire babysitter's club as these fucking monsters.
1: Yeah, they're all awful.
0: They're awful, right? They make Mallory do all these babysitting tests, which is fucking preposterous, man. They went on a cruise together, right? Where was Marianne? They went to Beach
1: City, New Jersey. When they were in fucking
0: Sea City, New Jersey, and smooching some boy, Mallory helped Marianne take care of fucking octuplets, right? You know, like you're exaggerating a lot. Well, I'm like head up about this. (laughs) I'm head up about this because it's like you watch these people that you're invested in that you care about and you see them Mm -hmm. from the outside for the first time and they're horrifying. For Baby Nation – wait, is it Baby Nation or Kid Army?
1: I would hedge your bets and just do both because we never know where we're going to end up. Okay, so listen. Baby
0: Nation, if you're listening, fans of our old podcast, Babysitter's Club Club. Right. If you moved over to our new podcast that you're listening to today, Kids Incorporated Inc., yeah, if you're listening to this, yeah, get ready. Right, but I'm
1: now gonna say something to
0: K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K-K. Kid Army, Army, Army. army. Yeah.
1: What's up, boys and girls? You know what I love about Kid Army and the uh, Kids Incorporated Inc. Yeah, is like starting with kaka k- k- Yeah, keeps me from interjecting with Beefsteak steak. Beefsteak Jake. Jake, Yeah, and it just works. Yeah, it works so well because like I'm right there with you. Yeah,
0: you're just listening. You're ready to be like, starting what's
1: up, boys and girls? Yeah.
0: I think that's probably what you say. K-k-k-k-Kid Kid Army. Army, what's up, boys and girls? That was a faraway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to say something to both Baby Nation and Kid Army, which is that the way that the babysitters test Mallory, who's been with us for a lot of books, and we've basically seen her skills as a babysitter, essentially
1: since book one. Are- Incomparable.
0: Like, th- there's no question that she's a good babysitter. Right. Even though she's 11 and she can't babysit nights, right. like, those are limitations that we're aware of. But as a babysitter, she can sit the fuck out of some babies. Yeah. Give her a baby, she'll sit that fucking baby. Give her two babies, she'll sit both of those babies at babies. once. Give her ten babies, she'll sit all the babies at once and take a call from the electrician and, like, answer the door to the dude who's fixing the washing machine, and she'll do all that shit, and
1: then she'll just ask for $8 an hour give, and go home. Give a Mallory a baby. Yeah, she's yours for life. She babysits for a night. Yeah. Teach a Mallory to baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep and she's a babysitter for a lifetime that's good that can be our
0: sign-off for kids incorporated Incorporated (laughs) yeah Uh, but listen i do want to say this yeah the test that the babysitters club do to test whether mallory is worthy of joining their fucking frankly antiquated business model club are totally unfair yeah so they make her do a multiple choice quiz what age does a child start teething and mallory's like eight months and they're like, No, sorry, it's seven months. You fail. And then they're like, What is a tourniquet? And she's like, Oh, it's a bandage. And they're like, Uh, that's actually not correct. It's a specialized kind of bandage. And then they make her do a diagram of the human digestive system. Is that would you just draw a diagram of the human I digestive system?
1: I am working system? on right now. Yeah. I am a thirty two year old man mm-hmm. who has been through elementary, mm-hmm. junior high, high school, five years of college, mm-hmm. two degrees in college. Jesus. I am from memory going mm-hmm. to try to draw the digestive system okay. of the human body right now. Great, and I'll post the results to our Facebook group. Great. When this episode goes up, mm-hmm. hold me to that. Okay,
0: I'll hold you to that. What do you want me to do in the meantime while you're not paying attention? to me? If I can't and drawing your version, let's
1: of human assume I can't system. do this, mm-hmm. proving your point <laughs> that this test you're out of kids incorporated that Inc. they've that they've. No, I'm out of the babysitters' club. Kids Incorporated will have me in a heartbeat. Oh, okay. I can work afternoons. Okay, actually, I can't really. I have a full time job.
0: So, okay, if you, I can work evenings. No, that's not no, kid. that's not dog. what Kids
1: of Inc. does. I have a dog at home. Yeah, I take care of him.
0: Huh. All right, well, don't worry about when you can work. I can work weekend. If you can't get this, drawing, okay, okay, right, yeah, yeah, you're out of the babysitters' club. Club podcast. Don't forget the esophagus. So, baby nation, I mean, kids army. Now, what Tanner has subjected me to is I'm just going to have to essentially commentate on him focusing on making a drawing of the human digestive system as a way of distracting you and me and the good listeners of this podcast who deserve to know what the fuck happened in this book from the truth of Hello, Mallory and instead focusing it, as is usual, back on... Old Tanner Greenring. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tanner Greenring Show. For those of you who are new to this, uh, it's a podcast where Tanner draws something, which I know know what you're thinking. That's not going to fly on audio. But don't worry, because his long-suffering co-host, who put a lot of time into reading this book and had a lot of thoughts and feelings that he wanted to get out about this book, is going to sit here and commentate, while old Tanny just draws away. He's drawn the uh, he's drawn the esophagus now. Uh, he's labeled it large intestine, which is
1: probably a bad sign. Uh, you're making goofs right now. Yeah. And I appreciate that because someone has to because I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. But you're doing me a disservice. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I have flawlessly drawn <laughs> the human digestive system here. <laughs> oh, really? I labeled the esophagus the esophagus. Okay. I labeled the large intestine the large intestine. Okay. And I am currently labeling the colon as the colon. Okay. Colon. Let's post this to the Facebook group. Great. And I, th- you know what? I tell you what. I know that was a lot of dead air just now. Mm-hmm. I think I blew that fucking Mallory out of the water.
0: Yeah. You did a way better job. I would accept you into the babysitter's club. That's, thing.
1: A- that's ace on.
0: Yeah. It looks good. It looks good. Again, this is an audio medium, so... I got everything. I got the tongue. Kid Army is just hey, going ev- to have Hey,
1: you know what? Everyone forgets about the tongue. Yeah. One of the most important parts of the digestive system. It's wow. where the breakdown of foodstuffs begins. Great. All right. Your age? saliva is acidic. It's already breaking stuff Jesus. down before it even hits the stomach. Yeah. You forget about that, but it's important. Okay.
0: Thanks for your diagram. What age does a kid start teething? Seven months. Yep. Okay. Two for what, two. What's a tourniquet?
1: It's a special bandage you put on your arm that can only be removed by doctors. Okay, what's the difference between a crawl and a creep? Creep is stomach and forearms mm-hmm. ca- crawling along the ground. A crawl is all fours. Okay. Can you work evenings? Yes, most evenings.
0: Can you work afternoons?
1: I'd have to talk to my employer, but <laughs> I think so. Are you allowed to stay up past midnight? Allowed to, yes. <laughs> Willing to? Debatable. <laughs> okay, well, you're on, man. What? I- what it, what I just got hired to do? <laughs>
0: well, let me ask you: What requires a knowledge of the human digestive system? Mm-hmm. Basic. How to uh, how to tie a tourniquet. Basic survival skills. Yeah. And ability to stay up late without sleeping.
1: Medical doctor. <laughs> that, that's right.
0: <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Mount Sinai. <laughs> New York Hospital. You're our newest surgeon.
1: I know that seems like a joke, but that's essentially what Mallory has to go through. <laughs> she has to prove she knows how to tie a tourniquet and what to do with it. She needs to know, like, child development skills. She needs to be able to draw and label the entire digestive system. It's that's how insane. unfair this stupid it's, test it's is. It's
0: Kafkaesque. But my point about this is that it's fucking weird Seeing these girls that we love being monsters from an outsider's eye,
1: they're horrible. Yeah. Well, and Christy, my pride and joy, is mm. the worst of them. She's demanding. And like, you know, at the end of this book, spoiler alert, Yeah. they all admit that they didn't know the answers to any of these things. In fact, yeah. fucking Claudia, Yeah. stupid, lovely Claudia, can't even say the word digestive. Yeah, she keeps saying divestive. (laughs)
0: Divestive system. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice touch.
1: She says it like four (laughs) times. And people keep correcting her, including Mallory. Yeah. Mallory's like, oh, actually, it's digestive.
0: It's digestive system.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they're all fucking hypocrites. Yeah. Which is why Mallory decides to fuck off and start a new club Yeah. called Kids Incorporated, Inc. Kids Incorporated. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Kids Incorporated. Our podcast is called Kids Incorporated, Inc.
0: Yeah, don't confuse the Baby Nation on that. The kid army. And they have no growth plan, but they've got a great exit strategy. Yeah. Which is getting incorporated into the Babysitter's Club. I've got a a few little things I want to talk about. We don't have a lot of occurrences of the occult in this book. Disagree. Good. Well, I'm glad. Let me highlight one for you that is the only appearance of Logan. Mm -hmm. It's the only appearance of Logan. And again, there's something super strange to me about the fact. What book was Logan Likes Marianne? Number 10, right? Yep. We have had five books, including the super special. Right. Since Logan not only liked Marianne, not only held Marianne's hand, not only presumably had a kiss with Marianne, but became a steady boyfriend of Marianne, and nobody said thing one about it. It just doesn't fucking come up. That's That comes up in this book. Comes up in this book in one passage, and I look out for Logan's stuff, man, because I'm interested in what's going on with this dude. I'll read it to you. Marianne knew Logan's number by heart. She dialed it. Then pulled the phone into a corner and turned her back on the other club members. Hello, Logan. They could hear her say, "It's me." Yeah, it's like Cthulhu, it's Lovecraftian. <laughs> she dropped. this. I'm reading this out of the book. She yeah. just says a bunch of random like. Yeah. She dropped her voice so low that even though Christy, Dawn, and Claudia leaned over as far as they dared, they couldn't hear what she was saying. Inhumanly low. And she didn't raise it again until the only thing left to say was goodbye.
1: She Does that say it like that? Oh, she <laughs> dropped her You voice. editorialized so much with it's your said- fucking impression. No, no, no. This is not
0: an editorial. Remember your Morbid
1: of Destiny impression? No,
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm not editorializing. It says in the text, she dropped her voice so low. Inhumanly low. Goodbye. How, drop your voice so low. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. And everybody just kind of sits there and well, takes it. They're talking it. about like their boyfriend girlfriend man. Oh, that's about, how you like, read it. I think they're talking about smooching.
0: I got another one that
1: I want to raise with you. No. Okay. You hit. You hit me. I was. It's fair. Me first. Okay. Mallory, mm-hmm. in page two, mm-hmm. chapter one, page two of this mm-hmm. book. And if this doesn't smack. Of dark arts and get into some pretty heavy topics that we've discussed before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. She's gone through the process of describing a number of her siblings. She goes on to Margot. Margot is seven. She's going through a bossy phase, even though she's almost the youngest in the family. She bosses everyone and everything, even my parents, her dolls. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And Pow, the dog that lives down the street. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> I don't want to hit Doll Theory too hard this week. Okay. Because it's pretty minor. Does Kid Army but know about Doll Theory? I assume Kid Army has listened to most of... Baby Nation knows
0: about Doll Theory. For Kid Army, just real briefly... Dolls control all th- There's broke. a I fought against this just like you would, Kid Army. Yeah. I never would have thought it was possible that Anna Martin would write into this book for 12-year-olds a through line that Dolls control the lives of everyone who lives in this town right i was on the fence as much as any any just random person in kid army right they would be skeptical right until they learned as we did fairly recently through your research that Anna martin has a series of books called twilight of the doll people
1: (laughs) i don't think it's called that but she does have a, a whole book series about doll people yeah what is it called I don't remember. Anyway. Anyway, I think okay. we got to keep an eye on fucking Margo, dude, because yeah. the doll people control everyone in Stony Brook, Connecticut. Yeah. But Margo bosses around her dolls. Oh, I see what you're saying. Margo's the puppet master. Wow. You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing an evil versus good. Yeah. White magic versus black magic. Yeah. Karen Brewer versus Margo.
0: Well, let me throw a wrench in those works. Yeah. Here's a line from Mallory. I checked my desk. Yep, it's the one I always sit at with the big E L carved in an upper corner and the heart carved in the lower one. What do you think E L stands for?
1: I don't know, but
0: I'm certain yep. you're about to hit me with some Latin. No. Why why would you think that? Because <laughs> you're pretentious. I'm not pretentious. That see, this is why you don't give me the fucking benefit of the doubt. It's not Latin. It is old Aramaic. <laughs> <laughs> As you should know. Uh It's the old Aramaic word that means God or deity. And... E-L is? E-L. L. 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 And it is also the initials Elliot Logan.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) (gasps) Spooky.
0: Yeah, that's all. And for Kid Army, anyone in Kid Army who is just like, as this is our first uh, podcast, Kids Incorporated Inc., uh, kid army members are gonna be like what the fuck is this podcast
1: no it'll all make sense to them they're gonna be like early oh, they're all pretty savvy yeah okay so they know yeah that's all so, so there's a lot of paranormal in this book you hedged your bets but it's full of like the doll people are now being controlled by margo who may be this satan-like presence well and el that's why, is here <laughs> well look this has been a pretty dark episode yeah
0: uh and you know what like again Here's why, because we watched our beloved babysitters, we watched our friends, our sweet Marianne and Christy and Don and Claudia, like, just being horrible to Mallory, who I was not
1: prepared to accept into the group, but now I'm starting to think maybe Kids Incorporated is a better idea. Yeah, see why I jumped on the opportunity to align myself with this hot new property, Kids Incorporated. Yeah, I love it. Well, let me ask you a question to try to lighten things up a little bit. Did you have a
0: bu- 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 burn of the week? I didn't really, really, because <laughs> that's gonna be a bummer in edit when I put in the cool like explosion sounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it just falls. and you're just gonna be like, "Oh no, uh, no, I didn't no. really.
1: <laughs> there was only a few burns in this book. Yeah, and they were all awful. Okay, because they were all these horrible white supremacists who live in stony brook connecticut <laughs> yeah. being mean to jesse ramsey yeah here's my burn of the week okay you're not gonna like it okay mallory's describing the tumor that is stacy mcgill mm-hmm. departing from getting being excised being surgically removed from the body of the babysitter's from the body club. of the babysitter's club don took over for her i'm not sure what don's job used to be nothing too important i guess maybe she was just another sitter my burn of the week is on the title of <laughs> Cao Chief Alternate Officer, <laughs> which Mallory—I feel like you and I have had a little fun, yeah—with Cao in the past. Mm-hmm. Mallory pretty concisely, yeah, she she nailed- points out how absurd the title of Cao actually is. <laughs> That's that is my burn of the week. That's good stuff. My burn of the week is on us,
0: yeah, yeah, for trying to like unreasonably aggrandize the title of Cao, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's not even
0: CAO for Don, it's OAO, Official Alternate Officer. <laughs>
1: right. She's not even C-level. Yeah, she's not even <laughs> C-level.
0: All right, so I have a burn of the week. I actually wrote down two that are better than yours, even though this is your segment.
1: Not my segment, it's our segment.
0: It's our segment, but it's the one you made up.
1: Okay. I also made up Tearful Moment, so... No,
0: you didn't. I made up Tearful Moment. Mm. You fucking dare. And you know what's you know what's nice about this? You know what's nice this about podcast, this? For once... So. You want... To, no. I can actually just go back into the audio transcripts and find me coming up with Tearful Moment as a segment and just play you the actual audio, which I wish that we could do in our actual lives when I'm like, oh, remember when I had this idea? And you're like, no, I had that idea.
1: You know, 90% you percent you of just, the time, 90% percent of, of the, the time,
0: time, it's my idea. It's my idea. That's bullshit.
1: You are constantly claiming 90% ownership of my creative genius.
0: The way that we work is 90% of the time, it's my idea, and my you do execution. all the work. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give you that. Um, good. All right, I'm glad we agreed. Here's my burn of the week. The phone rings at Mallory's house. Hello? Hello? Is this
1: Mallory? Is, is it Elliot?
0: Elliot called them. Asked a familiar-sounding voice. Elliot? Yes. Uh, who's this? It's Christy Thomas. My heart practically stopped beating. It's Christy Thomas, I told Jesse. You know, I'm the president of the babysitters club. And then I have no idea where these words came from, but I found myself speaking again. I said to Christy, Yeah, need a babysitter?
1: Yeah, good. <laughs> she good. got her good with that one. Yeah.
0: Christy was calling up because she thought she could, like, put a fucking needle in Kids Incorporated. Nope. Be like, hey, uh, you started a business that's my idea. I was the first person. It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of if like the CEO of Uber called up Lyft and was like, John "Uh, Lyft, hey, uh, Mr. Lyft, uh, it's a guy from Uber. Uh, I need to talk to you. And the guy was like,
1: Are you going poopy? Okay, need a ride.
0: (laughs) Great. Now I'm gonna have to cut that out because the punchline of my joke where I say need a ride is just <laughs> is underlaid with you saying,
1: are you going poopy? <laughs> to my cat. <laughs> Your beautiful cat walked out, and it's not the outgoing cat. It was the introverted cat, Yeah. Princess Cutie Face, who oh. never visits us. <laughs> she came out, and I thought she was beelining for me. Yeah. Remind me to get back to beelining. And <laughs> instead of coming to me, she went right to her litter box.
0: I was doing a good bit. Well, I got distracted. About the, the guy from Uber calling the guy from Lyft. <laughs> and you stepped on the, the punchline of it, saying <laughs> "need a poopy," <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to edit that. That's like kid kid army. This is the shit I have to fucking put up with.
1: <laughs> Your cat's beautiful. <laughs> do you no, I think I got? It. I think I got it. Need a lift? Whatever.
0: Yeah, you get it. All right, you get the fucking. I we don't need to do the joke. Fine.
1: I took Lyft the other day for the first time. Okay, I had a kid named Michael. Mm-hmm. Drove me to the airport. He was super nice.
0: Okay, give him five stars.
1: Oh yeah, I gave him five stars. I give
0: everyone five. Here's a true story about Uber and or Lyft. I give everybody five stars, no matter what, because I just like I want them to like me.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> pathetic.
0: <laughs> um, I have one little other thing to talk about. That again, for new listeners to Kids Incorporated. Uh, This plays on something that we've talked about a little bit in previous episodes, so I'm sorry. Let me read you this passage. Jamie Newton, talking to Mallory. Yeah, he replied. He bounded into the kitchen, towel flying. I'm Superman, he roared. Hi, hi, Mallory. Hi, hi, Superman. Classic. I replied, do you know which football man's nickname is Superman?
1: Uh Uh-oh. Is it Cam Newton's? It's Cam
0: newton
1: can i back you up literally three sentences please from the passage you just read yep claudia followed us to the back door where she stayed watching us through the screen jamie made a beeline for the swing set (laughs) jumped onto the swing pulled himself back and began pumping his leg hi hi he called he whizzed back and forth hi hi mallory hi hi superman i replied wow a beeline in one paragraph Anna Martin has unwittingly confirmed everything. Everything. Football
0: man Cam Newton is, in fact, the Jamie Newton in these books.
1: Who is also a B. A B. (laughs) And let's look it up, man. I'm pretty sure Kanye West has safety pinned a towel to his shirt before. Of course he has. Every single conspiracy we have posited confirmed. Hello? In one paragraph. Mallory.
0: Hello, Mallory. Hello, Mallory. Thank you. Thank you for fucking blowing the lid off all this shit for us. For getting us outside of the Babysitter's Club with their myopic vision of what babysitting is about, what Stony Brook is about, what inclusivity is about,
1: and showing us the truth. Jack. Yes. Tearful moments. Wow. <laughs> all right. Do you want to know my tearful moment? Yes. The end of the book, and this is not an incredible lack of foresight, and I'm willing to admit that now. Mm-hmm. Kids Incorporated does not make it very far. Wait, and so eventually this podcast they are, is going fucking... They are, they are consumed by the conglomerate known as Sinertech. No, mm-hmm. wait, let me check my notes. No, that's it.
0: Rich Richson and his oh, no, new... Oh, no, 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 sorry. His new VP,
1: Mark no, Markson. They're consumed by the Babysitter's Club. And the Babysitter's Club has two new junior you babysitters. Wanna, you want to do a quick role play? You know I'm always down. <laughs> uh, Rich. Sorry, I was lost in thought what were we thinking about? Going through some personal issues right now? yeah, anything anything you want to talk about in this uh this board meeting? No, no, okay,
0: all right, well, let's just get on with the meeting listen as you as you know, rich, it's me, Mark Markson, your vice president, your new vice president at Centertech. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a weird way to start a sentence, but go ahead, listen, I'm as much a fan of expository dialogue as you are and mm. as you know. I'm Mark Markson, the vice president of your company, Sinertag. Why are you Why are you crying? You're worried about the business, the babysitting business.
1: Goliath Industries is trouting us in the market. They've got that incredible... I work 15-hour days. Yeah. My wife is leaving me. Yeah. My kids hate me. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep up. Go ahead. Well,
0: my idea is this. Look, we're a good company. We have a good idea. Young... 13 year old girls babysit for people in the neighborhood. That is a million dollar idea. That's a billion dollar idea. Here's what I think it's time we start acquiring. Okay. I found a little company in our business sector. Yeah. Called Kids Incorporated.
1: Oh my God. That is a great name. It's an
0: incredible (laughs) name. We should never have called ourselves the Babysitters Club. Well, we're not. We're center tech. Center tech. yeah. But still, listen, I think we should acquire these young ladies. Here's what they can do. They're younger. They're more nimble.
1: Yeah. They can babysit in the afternoons. The two of them seem like half a babysitter. Here's, maybe, maybe three-quarters of a babysitter. You know what I would love? Yeah. Here's a branding idea. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to trust them on their own. No. They're three-quarters of a babysitter. No question. What if... We send both of them on one job, and we say two for the price of one. Wow. Here's just a question before we make this purchase. Twice the babysitter, 100% of the cost. I like what you're saying. That's bad. Uh, 200% of the babysitter, 100% of the – nope. 200%
0: is good. Our babysitters give 200%. That's good. Here's my one question. What if one of these babysitters needs to know the human digestive
1: system? Is that relevant? In the course of their job. I don't totally understand how it's relevant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look into it. I think most medical professionals have a hard time (laughs) labeling the digestive system from memory.
0: Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's the only question. Other than that, we're going to dot the T's. We're going to cross the I's. Yep. And we're going to have these babysitters on board, which is conveniently the name of... God, I wish it was the name of the next episode we were doing. <laughs> it
1: was the name of, like, <laughs> two episodes
0: ago. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we uh, we sign off here, my man?
1: Um, oh, I didn't tell you my terrible moment. The babysitters mm-hmm. rally behind Jesse in, like, a, a show of beautiful camaraderie. Jesse raises a concern, which mm-hmm. is like, hey, I'm happy to be a part of your babysitter's club, but... I've gotten kind of an icy reception in Stony Brook. And what if a parent doesn't want me, a young black woman, to babysit for their kids? And everyone in the babysitters club says, well, fuck them. Yeah. We don't need them. Christy says, all of our normal customers, the Newtons, mm-hmm. the Pikes, the Watsons, the Barretts, the Perkinses, the Radowskis, mm-hmm. they're going to be fine with this. The Preziosos. She weirdly doesn't actually mention the preciosas okay so i think we have to kind of assume that the preciosas are
0: they're out bigots
1: yeah i can't see any of them saying they don't want jesse to sit if it does happen with anyone though i'll tell you one thing i wouldn't sit for them either me neither said claudia marianne and don it took a moment for the three of them to all hook pinkies and say jinx wow really asked jesse awed. really replied christie that was my tearful moment. That's beautiful. Pretty powerful.
0: Yeah. Babysitters like, Club. Not necessarily racist. Not I think that's the uh <laughs> that's the takeaway.
1: The Babysitter's Club. Yeah. Colin. Not,
0: not necessarily racist. <laughs> difficult in many ways. Not necessarily racist. Christy, Dawn, Claudia, and now Mallory and Jesse. Next week. With your permission, Tanner?
1: I'm willing to admit my mistake. I don't think Kids Incorporated Inc. is a thing. I was very excited about it, but now that I finished the book and I I recognize that Kids Incorporated in the book was yeah. bought up.
0: Right. By the BSC. So Kids Inc. is the BSC. Yeah. It's like Pixar. I tell you what, I'm Pixar admit, is Disney, right? I'm willing
1: to admit my mistake, and much like your example of Pixar is Disney, Mm-hmm. But they still distinguish Disney's Pixar. Mm -hmm. I think we should abandon Kids Incorporated Inc. And we should say Babysitter Club, Clubs, Kids Incorporated Inc. (laughs) Great. The new new name of the podcast is the Babysitter's Club, Clubs, Kids Incorporated Mm -hmm. Inc. Yeah. And I guess I'll switch all the social feeds and the URL back to Babysitter Club, as the parent company. Babysitter's Club, Club.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's for the best.
1: But... The podcast, and we're in total agreement on this, Yeah, is The Babysitter's Club, Clubs, Kids Incorporated, Inc.
0: This podcast today yeah. has been The Babysitter's Club, Clubs, Kids, Kids Incorporated, Incorporated Inc. 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 Yeah. Episode one. Right. I've been Jack Shepard. I've been Tanner Greenring. And that's what you're listening to, guys. I'm so sorry.
1: What was our sign-off? Do you remember? Uh... We're going to have to pause the podcast, go back and listen. And I can't. Out what There's it was. N- literally no way I can We do have that. to do that. I
0: cannot do that. We can come up with something now.
1: Mallory's <laughs> not wearing a bra yet. <laughs> no, that's fucking so – Because
0: with Claudia's wearing a bra, at least it's like I'm reading a line <laughs> from the book. But Mallory's not wearing a bra <laughs> We're yet just speculating. is you
1: editorializing <laughs> – our sign off was so good.
0: Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you'd think boys had just been invented.
1: In 86,
0: Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time, the Babysitter's club, club.
1: I think you're going to have to go in and cut. When we get to that part where we talk about this being the perfect sign off, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to cut me saying it and layer it in. Did you say it here? No. <laughs> I can tell you now from
0: editing a thousand of these fucking things. Whenever you, Twelve. whenever you give me editing advice on the podcast, it's like utterly unhelpful.
1: <laughs> Edit it in. You're just like here. <laughs> give a Mallory. A baby. She babysits for a night. Teach a Mallory to baby. And she's a babysitter for a lifetime. That's good.